Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast, The Frenzy, with me, your host, Freddy Eloso, and with my co-host, Joey the Eagle. What's going on, Joe? You know how it is, man, just hanging in there watching some UFC, flipping in between that and the NBA game, that's on. Nice, man. So, it's been about almost two weeks since our last episode. What's been going yeah. on? What's new with you, man? Listen, so that everyone knows for the record, it wasn't my fault. I had to chase you down for once. It was. It was. It was my fault, guys, this week. We had some new stuff popping off with the uh, the Sports Friends of Universe. We added a new show. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to add things and bring you guys some new content. So that took me away for a week, but we're back. So you put Joey on the back burner is what you're saying. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. That was my fault. Right. But what's Time been new, man? What's been going but... on with you? You know how it is, man. Just staying busy. Nice, man. So today I took uh, I took the little man to an old school baseball card show. I don't know if you remember those from back in the day. They used to be real popular. Listen, I... I used to trade my my fair share. I think I've got them somewhere. I still got binders full of them. Yeah, man. So we went there today. Little man got a big steal. He got an auto Alvin Kamara rookie card. For Does that have the jersey in it too, or not? Just a, just a signature. No, just just a signature, and it's him in his Tennessee jersey. He was super pumped. He found it in like one of these like different tables. I think he got a good steal on that one. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, and who knows? You, you see some of these cars now, man. You know, Brady card getting sold for a lot of money. You never know. Yeah, the, the amount of money that some of these cards were going for, you're looking at like Steph for like 350 LeBron, Jordan. It was nuts, man. I couldn't believe some of the prices. Yeah, man. It's still That shows that there's still a market for it. You know, people yeah. are still out there. And, and trade any cards, so it's cool, man. It's 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 something that you and your son can bond over, so that's nice. Yeah, man. It, it was good stuff. They had uh, it's like Roberto Alomar, Vlad Guerrero there. Who else? LT and the cast of the Sandlot signing autographs today. Oh yeah, you did say that. You did see that. You you said you was going to that. I forgot. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. But um, let's jump into this stuff, man. We got UFC going on right now. We got the main event. It's Dos Santos versus Derek Lewis. Pretty much, we're looking at the tail of the tape right now. It's basically equal, except for the weight. Derek Lewis comes in at about 20 pounds more than Dos Santos. Who you got Damn, in this that's, fight? That's a big boy. I like Dos Santos. But I don't know. This guy looks intimidating as shit. I might change my uh, my pick just by looking at him. <laughs> I mean, if they're gonna stand and bang, I'm gonna take Lewis. His hands are heavy, man. But if Dos Santos takes him down, it's gonna be a wrap because DC DC beat Lewis with like one good arm. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I definitely going Dos Santos. I don't I don't bet against Brazilians. You've got Herb Dean ref in this fight. And spe- speaking of Herb Dean, last week we had the debut of Ben Askren in his fight against Robbie Lawler. Did you did you see that whole fight? Nah, that was the fight I knocked out on. <laughs> well, it lasted for about two minutes, two and a half minutes. Lawler almost knocked him out by slamming him down. He weathers the storm, gets him in like a bulldog choke where he's cranking on his, like it's kind of like his throat, neck area. It wasn't like a full like guillotine. It was more like the face. Yeah. And you see Lawler's arm go limp. And then Herb Dean grabs his arm. Lawler looked like he may have recovered, but Dean stops the fight. Lawler pops right up and he's like, what the hell, man? I don't know if you get to see it. If you get a chance, I think it's on the UFC page where they had him mic'd up or they had the mic close enough where they picked up the whole exchange. 
Class act, Robbie Lawler, by the way. And they called the fight. Askren wins. But it was very controversial. So I don't know what a lot of people's thoughts are on that fight. But I thought, honestly, it could have gone either way. They could have stopped it earlier when Askren looked like he was knocked out. It was just a it was a bad stop. But I could see where um, Herb Dean was coming from, why he stopped it. Yo, did you just did you just see those two white guys in the crowd with the my balls are hot shirts? Yes. Yeah, that's funny as hell. You know where that reference comes from, right? Yeah, yes, I do. I saw the interview. I laughed, man. It was a good. It was it was a good uh, post fight interview. One of the still, better ones. I was still waiting for him to get on the Rogan show, but you know he hasn't gotten on yet. Nah, I'm sure he'll be on soon. Yeah, and then last week we also had Tyron Woodley get dominated yeah he got he got dumpster truck he gonna have to stay up in that uh in that booth and and talk about the fights instead of participating in them because he got worked i think it was one of those where he was more concerned with what he's got going on outside the ring making mixtapes and albums and ufc shows and tmz shows and he got worked man by Usman. Usman took him out. Yeah, I did. I happened to, I did see that one, so. And then John Jones, still dominant, beating the Lionheart. It was a good fight. Jones is, I think he's got to go up. There's maybe one or two fights left for him at this division. And I think he's got to go up to, uh, to heavyweight. Yeah, but he was on the Stephen A. Smith show, I want to say. It was within the last month. Um, It actually was, I think it was the day, the Monday after the fight. um, This just past fight. And uh, Stephen A. Smith asked him about moving up. And he he said at that point in time anyway that he liked the lane he was in. And he started his career just wanting to dominate his division. And he really doesn't feel the need to move anywhere else. So... I mean, money talks. I'm sure if they throw enough green at him, he'll move up. But as of right now, at least from what he's saying, he ain't looking to move up. Yeah, I think if if he gets that big money fight against uh, DC, I think he goes up for that. Yeah, I wouldn't blame him. So now we got, finally, the other shoe has dropped. Bryce Harper has finally signed... Within the last two weeks. Yeah, we didn't get it. We were just before the Harper signing was our last episode. All right, well, about damn time this dude signed him. For 13 years, at least he didn't make us wait only to find out that he was going to be a free agent in a couple years again on one of them short-term deals because I don't know if I could have done this again. Yeah, it's it's insane. The next big one we got coming up is what, Trout in 2021? Yeah, and you know, he's he already uh, – Came out and said that when he was a free agent, he was definitely going to hit him up and make him, make him an offer. See if he could have him come back to Philly. You know he's a big Eagles fan, so I'm all for it. I mean, he can still be an Eagles fan and you know take 95 up to Yankee Stadium, and that is a better option. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm all for that. I'm all for it. If he needs I'm a ride sure to you- Eagle Stadium, I'll drop him off. I'll give him a ride. Nah, bro. All right, let let someone who knows that. Who knows that area? Do that, all right? You got him. You got him for us. I don't need. No, I don't need no Bills fans contaminating the link. You guys stay in your lane. We'll we'll get to my Bills later on because we got uh we oh, got treated like a redheaded we, stepchild. Listen, by, man. By AB, but we also had uh, Severino go down with some shoulder inflammation, and he'll be out for a good bit. Uh, I think what like two or three weeks past opening day. So he'll miss a starter yeah. too, I think. They shut him down. Yeah. Tanaka's gonna be the opening day starter, so do you think do you think the Yankees should have go, should go out and pick up somebody like either Gio Gonzalez or Dallas Keuchel? And if so, I mean, who would you take? I'd probably lean more towards Gio, but you got to wait and see, right? So if his shoulder turns out to be just a two-week layoff and that's all he needs, then you're fine. You put Severino back into the 
starting rotation and everything's how it's supposed to be. The only thing with pitchers and, and shoulders is you never know. They're hoping that in two weeks he's able to pitch again. But then he's got to start from basically, you know, the ground up yeah. as far as his routine goes and getting back into game shape. And then he's going to probably have a stint, you know, at the lower uh, at the lower level until he's ready to, to go up. So we'll see how long of a, of a layoff this is. But Cashman did come out and say that he was looking to look within the organization to uh, – to make the uh, the starting pitching work, so we'll see we'll see what magic he pulls out. Yeah, that's yeah. one guy between Cashman and your boy down in Philly. I don't know how these guys make it work with trades and getting guys under the the cap, but these guys definitely work magic. That's why. Listen, check this out, man. That's why when they tell when they go on any of these like Sports Center, NFL Network, when they go on any of these shows and they say. This X player is too expensive for Y team to sign. It's mm -hmm. never true. If if you want that player, you can make it work. You restructure a contract here. You restructure a contract there. You add some years onto a player. I mean, there's always ways to fit players underneath the contract. So you know, it's how he sees it. And so I'm ready for him to work that magic. <laughs> it's true, man. And then let's get into the NBA. Big news coming from Lakerland today. We got Brandon Ingram is done for the season. Lonzo Ball is also shut down for the rest of the season. I'm hearing LeBron's on a minute restriction. But he's on a minute restriction, right? But he can choose to play longer or choose to come out of the yeah. game if he doesn't want to. I don't really understand it. Like, He's a, either he's on a minutes restriction or he's playing the regular minutes that LeBron James plays. Don't come out and say he's on a minute restriction and then and then, you know, backdoor it by saying, But yo, if he wants to stay out there, you know, it's cool. Cause LeBron LeBron, you know, who's, who hasn't had a month off of basketball in probably almost ten years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't had a real off season in ten years. You think he's really going to be inspired to go out there and play with the D-League players that are left? No disrespect to the D-League players that they're going to probably call up. But he's not going to – it, it'd be a waste of time to do to, to have him out there. You just shut him down, make sure he's right, make sure, you know, God willing, Brandon Ingram gets right. Uh, Lonzo's ankle, I'm sure, is going to heal up just fine. And – I'm more interested to see the long-term effects that this might, because I don't know much about what Brandon, I know that he had an injury in his arm and then they took a further look at it and discovered something else. I can't even pronounce what the hell they found, but I don't know if it's going to have a long-term impact, which could then affect the possibility of the Lakers making a big trade for Anthony Davis or whoever else they're looking to, to go after this summer. So, L.A. is L.A., man. There's always drama. So now you got more drama to add to the mix. Yeah, man. I agree with you. I think at this point they should just shut LeBron down. What What's there to play for? You're not going to make the playoffs. The way you guys are looking right now, shut it down. Maybe get a better draft pick. Or do they even yeah, have just, a draft pick? They probably even – I don't know if they have a first-round pick this year. No, I'm almost positive they do. I'm almost positive they do. Yeah. Um, they don't have an opportunity to get, like, you know, in the top three. But if I remember correctly, they do have a, a first-round pick. So we'll see where that goes. But, yeah, man, LeBron, uh, LeBron's going to have to dig, him way out of, dig his way out of this hole because it's not going to look good at the, end of the, at the end of his career. I mean, I know he's done a lot, obviously, with the titles in Miami and the title in Cleveland and being the best player for, you know, almost a decade now. Um, but it's not going to look good. By the way, just you know, just so you can look at the screen, Dos Santos did win. Yeah. He did take okay. care just make, of it. He took care just of it. Just making sure that I digress. Uh, yeah, so we got to see, man, because Ka uh, Kawhi doesn't sound like he wants to go there, play with LeBron. Um, Kyrie and Kevin Durant looking mighty buddy-buddy recently. Yes. You know, very, very palish. You know, I'm not going to make a big deal about it because we got Knicks fans here that get too excited. But um, 
LeBron, LeBron can stay out in LA. We'll take KD, Kyrie. Oh, here we go again. Yo, you sound just like those people. You remember when he did the decision? Man, I had a whole bunch of friends that were. Oh, man. That were, you I, was, know, I was so pissed off during the decision. I got so mad. Bro, all I remember is he was rocking a Yankees hat, and it was a rap. He was a Nick. He came out in that Yankees hat, and every New York Knicks fan thought they was getting him. When he didn't go there, and and Mello, you know, then Mello, that whole saga. But I had friends that were literally trying to sit there and argue with me that, yo, we don't need LeBron, bro. We got Mello. Sounds good. Yeah. Didn't work out. That's that's like the Mets saying, it's all good. We got Cespedes. Yeah. Yeah. Him and his, him and his bad heels. He needs to just retire and go play golf. Yeah, man. Full time. <laughs> and another, I wanted to get your opinion on this one. D- d- different subject, still with the NBA. The Golden State Warriors. It seems like there's a lot of dysfunction going on. Bro, they're fine. I, I know they're fine, but you got KD kind of calling out Steve Kerr. You got little things here and there, little, I don't want to say squirmishes, but little back and forth in the medias. What, what do you think? Do you think they're going to be just fine come to playoffs and they'll get it under together? They'll get it together. They'll get a three-peat and they'll ride off into the sunset. All right, so half of that is true. I think they're bored as hell. The regular season does nothing for them. You know, it doesn't matter. Listen, it's not like it's one game elimination, right? It's the best of seven series. There is no team, although the Rockets, with the way they've been playing recently, I still don't think there's a team in a seven-game series that can really mess with them. So I feel like they're just going through the motions until the playoffs come. They're going to hit that switch. And then they're going to win another championship. I think, I do think the team is feeling the pressure and the sense that KD is gone after this year. The way I see it is when KD went, he figured if I go there, I win the, you know, I win a couple rings for them, I win a couple MVPs for them, then nobody can say that I took the easy way out no one can question whether i'm the best player in the league i think he thought golden state was going to give him that platform and obviously for anybody that knows basketball watches basketball they recognize that kevin durant is an amazing talent but yet and still they hold him going to golden state against him i think he's pissed that he doesn't have that mantle yet from lebron as the best player in the world i mean You got Joel Embiid that comes out and says he thinks he is, which at this point in time with LeBron not being 100%, it really isn't that far of a stretch. For Embiid? I put... No, 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 no. listen, listen, listen. listen. He said KD. Oh, okay. Embiid KD was the best player in the league. He did, I think he prefaced it by saying right now, which he's probably not lying because LeBron isn't LeBron right now. He's not, yeah. Um, Yeah. So I just think if I'm KD, like, and you could tell he cares about what people what people think. I know he tries to come out and says he doesn't, but he gets caught up in his feelings. And I don't blame him. If I was getting pressed by the media 24-7, I probably, you know, wouldn't be able to just turn the other cheek every single time. But I think he's going to want to put himself in a position to where he can go to a place and win a championship, and then there'd be no question. Like, right. No question that he's A, the best player at, at that point in time in the league, and B, that he doesn't need to ride nobody's coattails, even though I think without KD, the Warriors might not have won back-to-back. Against the LeBron so, Cavs? I, I can agree with you. Before Kyrie left, yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. I think, like I said, I think KD's out of there after this year. I think he's done... I think he feels like he's done everything he needs to do in Golden State, and uh, he's gonna go not to the Knicks. I don't want you to get excited now, but he's gonna go somewhere and he's gonna team up, team up with one or two other superstars probably, but but be the alpha male for sure. Because no matter what he does, it's always gonna be Curry's team. Because Curry was drafted there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Curry Curry won an MVP before he got there. Curry won a championship before he got there. Yeah. So. 
he's never going to have the alpha dog title that he's looking for. Yeah, it's never going to be KD's team. No. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. So let's get into our favorite subject. There's no offseason for us. I'd take that in IV bag form, please. The NFL. It feels like it's never left. There's no offseason. We had the combine last weekend. And then this week we had moves and releases galore. Not official signings, but signings nonetheless. They'll be official, start the league year coming Wednesday, 4 p.m., I believe it is, the 13th at 4 p.m. So stay tuned because me and Joey will be posting something about it. Yeah, it's going to be, it's, yo, all I know, man, is once that's those floodgates open. That's one of my favorite days, man. I'm going to be glued on, glued onto the phone, glued onto the TV. I might, you know, we get out at four. I might just have to get home late or pull over on the side of the road. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to multitask like that. So I'm excited, man. I, I really am. There's a lot of big play. And this off season, I mean, I know. These past few off seasons, but I feel like this off season in particular, the most big name free agents I can remember. Yes, that's there, fair to there say. There have been there's a lot of guy, a lot of big guys out there this year. Bro, there's, there's a lot of guys in free agency. There's a lot of guys that were tagged but are could possibly be on the move. Um, there's a lot of players that you know are growing a, a titanium set, a la Antonio Brown. Yeah. And bullying their way out of their uh, current their contract. Current. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be cool. I think I love seeing teams, you know, acquire and trade players. See, look, I almost got excited and slapped the <laughs> microphone down. But. So speaking of your boy AB, no, 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 no. Don't don't be don't be doing that, man. He ain't my boy. All right. Not yet, unless he, he comes to Philly. Then then it's a different now, story. Listen, you read those reports and he wants 18 to 20 mil, bro, I'm good. No, no disrespect. He's the man. He's a beast. But, bro, I can't be I can't be shelling out 18 to 20. I say that, but, you know, if we do get him, I'm going to be doing backflips from here to your house. But You're going to be rocking your AB jersey come midseason. Nah, 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 nah. I'm not, listen, I'm not going to get the AB jersey. I still There's still a couple players on this team that I would need to get before then. I can't. I got a pecking order. Gotcha. But your record against me in bets, I'll have like a good five or six shots this year to get one of them. So don't worry. I'll get my jersey back by the end of the year. Yeah. You lucky. You're lucky. I I don't know when, but the Damian Lillard jersey will make an appearance. It It will. will. We'll get it. Maybe during the finals. Maybe playoffs. Start of the playoffs. We'll do a nice uh, jersey episode. Yeah, we could do that. But AB, the beginning of well, was it midweek? A report came out about eleven thirty p.m. AB to Buffalo, done deal. It was close. It was basically it needed AB's sign off, and about three hours later, well, about twenty minutes later, AB was like fake news. And then the report about three hours later was AB vetoed the trade after he said, I'll go anywhere and play for anybody unless it's Buffalo. But check this out, bro. It's not, it's not that, it's not that bad. Just think about this, right? Like he doesn't even know that the bills are still an NFL, like a a registered NFL team. Like he thought you guys went to the, you know, one of the the XFL that's about to open. You know oh, what I'm so saying? He thought you guys took your talents over there. Got you. We're being disrespectful. So when he's anywhere, he meant no anywhere in the NFL. That's listen, man. I mean, at least he didn't retire on you halftime. That's true. He didn't come. He didn't come and say, "Nah, bro, I'm good. Y'all can keep the money. I'm out." Yeah, Vontae Davis. Thanks, man. That's great. If you ever text me that late, five, <laughs> like five, six text messages I got on my phone from you, I was half asleep. I got pumped, man. I got excited. 
clearly, clearly it was up. all for not because when I woke up the next morning, it was like, yeah, AB's not coming. Yo, did you see the video he put up when he was um he was lifting? Yes. And then he turned around and he was like, yo, I'm uh, I'm going uh, to tell you who my team is in a little bit. Yeah, that was uh, like a day ago, two days ago? Yeah, I know. It's just crazy to me because I've seen this. We've seen this happen in other sports like basketball, right? But mm-hmm. I can't, at least to my recollection, remember a player bully his way out of a, a franchise who is known to like take no BS, no nonsense. And... And, you know, normally when a player demands a trade, they don't have no say on where they go. They just get sent to wherever they get sent, and that's it. This is the first time I've ever seen, in the NFL at least, yeah. a player go, nah, I ain't going. Nah, I don't really need football. So if you trade me somewhere I don't want to go, I'll just retire. Yeah. So I think he's blowing a lot of smoke. Maybe he's not. Maybe, maybe he will retire. But I think it's pretty smart what he's doing. You threaten retirement, and then you say, hey, here, here's the list of teams that I'd be willing to go to. If not, I'm walking away. And if he, ma- if he makes these other GMs, you know, pause, especially since the, the Browns, um, Browns, my bad, uh, the Steelers aren't looking to give them away for free. You know, they, they still yeah, want their first-round pick. Yeah. Teams aren't going to be throwing away a first-round pick for a receiver who's not even sure that he wants to play, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. true, man. So he's definitely got to sign off before anything happens. Not to not to mention eighteen to twenty million dollars a year is what he's looking for. So yeah. he ain't gonna come cheap neither. So with that whole big mess that's going on there, we had Nick Foles is basically signed, sealed, and delivered to Jacksonville. Jacksonville also cut Malik Jackson. Bro. Jacksonville cut, cut enough players to field a separate NFL roster. Well, they had to make they had to make room, man. They got to make room for BD Nick. It's me want to first of all, I love Nick Nick. But <laughs> how much like I'm I want to know how much they're going to throw at him now. Like 20? I think it's got to be at least 20. You got a Super Bowl MVP. I know. I know. And you know I really his can't resume him, better Johnny. than anybody. It's funny though they 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 um they still got a little bit more money to uh to shed right so yes. it's interesting because the one player that they would love to cut that they are definitely going to cut is Blake Bortles but they can't do it yet because if they cut him and Foles just decides he don't you know he woke up on the other side of the bed and he want to go play in Miami he he want to play further down in Florida then they're like. Yeah. Stuck with nobody. So the the one player they want to cut to get their immediate cap relief, they can't. And can you imagine being Boyles, bro? Like you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Right? You gotta start like, looking for houses, everything, man. Like, start looking for another man. team. That's why, yo, pro sports is ruthless. Yeah. Like he knows he's out of there. But that's why some of these guys taking home down hometown discounts. If the minute you fall off, you're done to them. All right, and if listen you give here, them right? a hometown discount, that don't mean nothing. I hear what you're saying, but you also got to look at it, right? These players, these players, sometimes they build a family there, right? So they got kids, yeah. they got a wife, maybe they got you know their their mother and father around, or or their you know their spouses, parents around, mm-hmm. like. Some of them, some of them say, "Hey, if I can stay, you know, where where I'm at now, and yeah, it's gonna be two million less a year, but I got my whole family. I don't gotta uproot my kids. They're happy. They get their friends. So I think a lot of the times when they take hometown discounts, it's because all of the things surrounding that, that football decision. You know, they're not all just chasing the bag. Like uh, I don't know, like who, like Darrell Revis when he was playing, he was chasing that bag. <laughs> yes." He did. He was a he was a hired marksman. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Carlos Hyde, who also got released and signed today. Yeah, I was about or to say will, he's on the He team will stuff. be signed come the start of league year to Kansas City. 
And before, listen, before you, right, and you just corrected me, you said he's going to be signed, and you are absolutely right. Because I would like to point out a couple years ago when I thought that the Eagles were going to get Frank Gore, and I was pretty happy. You know what I'm saying? My yep. new connection, running back coming, psych. He's hey, like, no. Nah. And now I'm good. I'm going to go back to Miami, and I'll be happy there. I and bet you he wishes he would have gone to to Philly. Listen, whatever he wishes, he wishes. But all I'm saying is, is these players and these deals, yeah, they sound good. But at any minute, they could change up. Yeah, it's true. Well, uh, Josh McDaniels last year. Yeah. Even started hiring his own staff and then tells the dudes, nah, I'm out. I'm staying in New England. Just kidding. I just want to... Just wanted to see if you were like down for the cause. Now that I know, when I get hired, you know, and Bill Belichick leaves, I'll bring you over to New England. I'll bring you on over here. That's crazy, man. We also had um, who else was out there? What was one of these big deals that went down earlier this week? We had. You mean like? Yeah, we had a. Um, well, Jadavian D- Clowney was tagged. Clowney D Ford. Was- D Ford was tagged. I heard there's Demar- interest in D Ford from I believe it's the Raiders and the uh Packers? The Niners. No. Or no, the the Packers and the Niners have yeah. interest in trading for D Ford under his tag. That's the same thing I saw. Um I know uh the Texans were getting calls on Jadavian Clowney. So we'll see what they do there. Um Demarcus Lawrence for the Cowboys. They're gonna have to pay that man. They are. We also had Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle got cut and then immediately signed by the Rams. Well, immediately picked up to be signed by the Rams. Yeah, I mean, supposedly he contemplated retirement. He must have not contemplated that hard because a man was was cut in Baltimore and signed, you know, on the other coast. in Less than 24 hours? Yeah, it felt like... Five minutes, and he was signed already. I was like, damn, that's crazy. I mean, that helps their secondary. It gives Peter some over-the-top help. Because you know he's going to need it, boy. Those double moves. Getting beat like he stole something. We also had a big big release. Sorry to cut you off. A big release by the New York Giants. Landon Collins. Yeah. Was released. They also traded Olivier Vernon. To the Browns for Which the right I think tackle. If you want to get right into that, I do think I think that was a good trade for both teams. I agree. You know, Giants need to help on the line, and Miles Garrett needs a rushing buddy. And Olivier Vernon played with was it Cameron Wake in Miami? Yeah. And they were a pretty good tandem there, so I'm I'm sure that they'll work good together. Um, and the Browns had the cap room. It was just a matter of how and who they were going to spend it on. And you need pass rushers. And if you look at their division, everyone looks like they're going to take a step back. Um, so could, that, that division might be the Browns might... division to, to win this year. Yeah, I don't think I've ever said that. Yeah. Like ever. But yeah, I think it's theirs to win. The Browns, I also like to call them U North. They have been collecting quite With a few. the amount of hurricanes that they have on that team right now? They have been collecting. If you're speaking of hurricanes, Perryman got um his two-year ex- two year extension with the Chargers. Yeah, man. So I'm happy to see that. It's good to see our Canes getting some love in the NFL. So speaking of Landon Collins, he's a free agent. Giants basically released him. Let him hit the open market. Horrible move by them, I think. I'm not even... Where where does he go? I I personally think I can see him ending up in Kansas City with his original defensive coordinator who drafted him. And Steve Spagnuolo. I see that. The only hesitancy I have with the Chiefs is so they're talking about a big Tyreek Hill extension coming. Yeah. Um, and I know they have a 
a couple other players that are coming up. Uh, that's why they were looking to possibly move D Ford in Houston. Um, there are other pass rushing specialists. So I don't know if they're going to have the money to do it. Um, if you're the Giants, dude, I don't get what you're doing, man. Like, I'm not even – I don't have no beef with Gettleman as far as if he doesn't like Landon Collins, the player, or he wants to institute, you know, safeties that are more uh, hybrid as opposed to in the box, out of the box. I'm cool with that, right? But if you knew that, you should have traded him last year. Yeah. When when you when could you, have traded him to the Chiefs who were giving you a third-round pick? Exactly. And he did it with other players. So it's not like he can come out and say, nah, I want it. Like, if there's just no way to slice it where you can make – it was an irrational decision that you can't explain rationally. Like It makes it he seem got like rid it was personal. It made it seem like Maybe. it was something like, I'm going to stick it to you. You're going to stay here. I'm not going to send you over there in the middle of the season. Maybe. Get it because he, he got rid of snacks. Yeah. You know, he got rid of Eli Apple. I don't know why he held on to Collins. I mean, if you want, you had to have known by then that you weren't going to give him the money. Even if, I don't know, even if you didn't feel like you were going to give him the money, why not tag him still? And then you're going to have suitors and then just trade him after. You can't let an asset just walk out of the building. Yeah. It's true, man. I mean, you, you just made. Your stronger side of the ball, the weaker side of the ball. You blustered the offense with that O-line, where which needed help. So now you made the offensive side better. But you, it's like you took two steps forward to take three steps back. Because you traded Olivier, Olivier Vernon. You got Bruh. no snacks. You got Eli Apples gone. And you've got Landon Collins gone. It's it. You just you're hindering yourself and making yourself better yeah. at the same time. I just don't. I just don't really see what the game plan is. You know, like I don't know if they're building for the future, but they're keeping an old ass quarterback, but they're still playing a paying a wide receiver twenty two million dollars a year. I mean, I don't know, dude. And and here's my here's the icing on the cake, right? Say you trade Olivia, uh, Olivia Brennan, not Olivia Brennan, Landon Collins. Say you trade Collins after you tag him, right? Mm -hmm. And you get a third. Maybe even you don't get a third. Maybe you get a fourth, right? Because now which, with all these safeties on the market, the position gets a little devalued, and you, you, can, you can't you know, get a great pick from somebody if they know there's so many readily available. So say you get a fourth, right? You're in a position right now where you need to find your next franchise quarterback, right? Haskins, Murray. I don't care what any of the draft experts say. I don't care what any of these mock drafts say. Every year, it's the same thing, right? The first pick in the draft shouldn't be a quarterback. There's no quarterback that's the best player on the board. And yet and still, every year, one of them does something at the combine or their pro day, and they jump right up to the top, right? So before this whole thing happened, as far as, you know, the preparation for the draft, the senior bowl, they were like, oh, you know, you might not see a quarterback on number one until 15, I think was uh, as low as I saw, like the first, yeah. first quarterback the going. First, yeah. Could have, it was somewhere, right? So Kyle Murray, Kyler Murray comes out, chooses football, Kingsbury connection. All of a sudden, he's going to go number one overall. Or that's what it's looking, right? Yeah. So you're going to see QB needy teams that like Haskins and Murray and feel like they're the cream of the crop. Those teams are going to look to move up to the second pick, to the third pick, especially when those teams don't need quarterbacks. So my point being, you need all the ammunition you can have to make to your package look good. So how stupid are the Giants going to look if they get outbid for a quarterback that they want because they don't have the draft capital to move up and let an asset like Collins go out when that could have been the difference between finding your franchise quarterback now or having to stick with Eli Manning's old ass for another year, two years. I just, I don't get it. Yeah, it's true, man. It's very, very true. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I'm here for, for it. For you, you're, you're, you're taking every minute of it. I'm cool, man. I, I love the fact that, you know, Case Case Keenum is going to be the quarterback. He's in the division, yeah. Over in Washington, I'm cool with that, man. I'm cool with Eli being a quarterback too, man. So, 
I just as a giant, if I was a Giants fan, I'd be pissed, bro. Yeah. And then also we had Joe Flacco. Looks like he's going to be going to Denver to replace Keenum. Yeah. Those are some of the rumors that I'm hearing. That's that looks like that's going to be the next shooter draft. There's a big carousel going on. We still got uh, the Honey Badger still out there. Earl Thomas is still out there. And Dominican Sue. Uh, Flowers. Flowers Jr. from uh, LA. Mm-hmm. He's out there. Like you got a lot of big big name guys on this market. Come Wednesday this week, be prepared because I got a lot of I got a feeling a lot of these guys are going to get signed come that first hour, come four o'clock. Well, I mean, if it's anything like it was last year, right? And I think they did it good last year and the year before. So most of the high profile blue chip free agents. They're going to be gone by Monday, Tuesday, the latest, right? You're not mm-hmm. really going to have to wait to see them fall. But there's usually one or two players that's like a curveball that happens at 359 that signs with a team you didn't expect to be in the hunt. Right. You know, so by 4 o'clock, it's already wrapped up. You know who's getting who. Um, so the crux of it is going to be – I know tomorrow they're starting like to ramp up the coverage, but Monday and Tuesday, like AB would say, business is gonna be booming. Booming. People, gonna, people are gonna be cashing out. So I want to get your thoughts. Where do you think he winds up? Where do, where's AB, AB going? Where do you think? What's your what's your ultimate perspective on it? If I had to choose a team. For a while, when it first was reported, I thought it was going to be the 49ers. I really did. Right. How close he is with Jerry right. Rice. He wants to be with a quarterback. You know, there was a lot, lot of hype around Garoppolo before the injury. He can be in California. From what I was reading and from what I heard, 49ers and John Lynch didn't make that call yet. Mm-hmm. We'll see if the price starts to dwindle, you know, and they're not looking for a first, maybe a second or a third. Maybe they make that call. Maybe they don't. Um, I do think he's going to end up in Oakland with the Raiders. I think that's where he's going to ultimately end up. I think the way he makes it sound, he's looking for kind of almost like what LeBron did in free agency, right? He's trying to look for more than just football. He's trying to look for outside of football, ways to ways to market and brand himself and, and keep that money, money train running through. So I think with the fact that they're going to be going to Las Vegas soon, I think that's huge. Um, If I'm not mistaken, the tax in Nevada is little to non-existent, so he should be able to collect even more money that way. Um, And and it's it's a franchise. It's a well-known franchise. I think he wants to go somewhere where you know that that silver and black is. Everyone knows. Even when the Raiders suck, they're relevant. You know. Yeah. So I, I think that's one of the teams that he would – he would the money would work and he would be a welcome addition to a team that needs a wide receiver because they went out and traded Amari Cooper last year. See, I think I think it's going to be a dark horse. For some reason, some, something's telling me it's going to be Green Bay. I think it's going to be him and Aaron Rodgers out there slinging. Yeah, if he went to, hey, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, because that'd be cool. Rogers hasn't had a a good wide receiver since Jordy Nelson before Wait. he blew his knee out. I can't let you say that though. Devontae Adams is a beast. Devontae Adams is a beast, but he's not. He's not what Jordy Nelson was three years ago when he was healthy. Just saying, look at the numbers. He's a beast. No, I, I agree with you, but put his numbers next he is to a, next I think, to Nelson. I think he's one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. Like I, He is a true number one wide receiver. Devontae Adams gets busy. You put A.B. on the other side of him. And a quarterback that can get on the rock whenever? It would, it would, be, it would be something to watch. I mean, you got to hope that Rodgers stays healthy. And I don't know what their cap situation is looking like, but I did hear – that Green Bay was a possibility as far as a, a team to keep an eye out for. Nah. But uh, 
at this point, I think it's all about. So it's got to be a team that he wants to go to. That much is clear. And it's got to be a team that's willing to pay a wide receiver 18 to $20 million a year because he's not going to come and play on the same contract he's on right now. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting come Monday, Tuesday, maybe even tomorrow, Sunday, Sunday the All I know, 10th, where he I'm goes. I'm probably going to get carpal tunnel between the next three days from scrolling on Twitter. my phone. Yep. Stay tuned. Ian Rappaport and um, Adam Schefter breaking. Wait, news. so you still you you still rock, rocking with Rappaport, even though he uh, he was the first one to report that that Bills thing was done. You I still, still I, I still rock with him because his news is, is legit. His his news is legit. Oh uh, no, without a doubt, Ian Ian and Adam Schefter, those word is born with them. If they yeah. say it, it's gonna happen. I just you know got a whole bunch of memes sent. From you, I knew. With Brown I knew the him. minute the minute I saw that he wasn't going, and I hadn't heard from you yet, I was like, "Oh shit!" Digging, bro. I, I was up. digging. I, I like, I'm about up. to find. Ladies and gentlemen, so I'm... you guys, so you guys know, the minute this happened, I te- Joey was my first text. Joey got the first text plus a picture of AB. In an 84 Bills jersey. Somebody had photoshopped it, ready to go. It went directly to Joey, along with the text that said, A.B. to Buffalo, suck it. I said it. I was aggressive. Which is, might I add, that is super aggressive. Super aggressive. For an 8 a.m. read to suck it, that is just, that's inappropriate. It really is. I was emphatic about my message. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted my enthusiasm, my enthusiasm to come through. Oh, it came through. All right. Yeah. And then, Yo, then on a completely wait, seven wait, thirty. On a completely, you know, because my mind, my ADD wanders. Did you see a rock? A Rod got J Lo. Yes. Insane. Yo, is a glacier. Sorry, guys. J Lo is off the market. Her and A Rod are officially engaged now. Bro, I would have said yes to him for this ring. This shit is huge. Insane, man. Now, hold on. <laughs> Bringing up A-Rod to get off NFL for a second. I don't know if you have gotten a chance to listen to him with an interview. In his, he does like a podcast with, I believe the, the gentleman's name is Big Cat from Barstool. Great interviews that they do together. The two interviews that I saw were um, were Kobe Bryant and Gary V. The Kobe Bryant one spectacular. You get a like a breakdown into Kobe and how he was, his mentality, and all that stuff. The one with Gary V was especially interesting to me because they spoke about how they would fix the MLB. And how they would make the MLB more relevant to basically our generation and the younger generation right now, say my big guy's age. And how they they would break it down with social media and how they would, um, you know, they, they would say, okay, here's a subscription service for the MLB. You get exclusive live look-in to the batting cages pregame and you can see judge in the cage you can see sanchez in the cage you can see lindor and everywhere you can choose whichever team you want in their batting cages seeing them warm up all that stuff and then they they gave like an example of doing it okay you watch this guy and you guess his next three pitches if you guess his next three pitches correct whether it's a home run or whatever it may be and you're watching and you're close to the stadium, you get a chance to enter into a, you know, a free giveaway for tickets to that game. If you get a chance, check it out. Mind-blowing. And I think if they, if the MLB were to adapt some of those concepts that these guys were coming up with, I think it would be phenomenal. I think it would really help the game 
and make it more relevant to the younger kids. I'm gonna have to check. I'll check it out. I like JP. Gary yeah. V dropping some. <laughs> yeah. If you guys haven't heard of Gary V, uh, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, uh, owner of was it V uh, V Enterprises or V Media, whatever whatever the name of his actual company is. He does great stuff. Check him out on what Gary V E E on social media. Great stuff. Yeah, he's a must follow man. If if you're not down with Gary V, we can't be friends. Yeah, man. Like he 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 does some good interview uh, some some good interviews on his shows as far as you know with I don't know if you want to call him fans, followers, whatever. You know he he interacts with the people all the time, and he's a foot he's an avid football fan. He's, he's actually got his own agency too. I don't know yeah. if you ever peeped, but. And he also wants to own a piece of the Jets. He's a huge. No, nah, he wants to own it. Yeah. Not, not a piece. He wants to hold Just piece. own him. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. So that's all I got, man. You got anything else on your end? Nah, bro. It's late. I'm tired. I'm trying to go sleep. All right, guys. This so check a, us out. The SportsFrenzyPodcast.com. You know the social media is the Sports Frenzy Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Also, go check out Joey's page. Yeah. Give give him the give him the link, Joe. Um, we're not I'm not completely done with it, but it'll be a new Instagram page you're going to have up. It's going to have obviously all the Sports Frenzy podcast stuff on there. It's also going to have some articles that I've been writing for TSJ 101 Sports. Um you can go on there right now. I'm following the Big East for them. So with the Big East tournament coming up um, and the NCAA tournament coming up, I'll definitely have a, a lot of articles going out. And then I'm working on writing NBA once that wraps up. And you know me, I'm always politicking, so I will find a way into the NFL uh, writing room too. Uh, I just have to see what teams are available and uh, I don't want to take on too much and have too much on my plate. But yeah, man. For sure, go out there, check them out. I think I have some pretty cool articles coming out. Um, especially if you like college basketball, this is the time to do it Which with March Madness right around the corner. That's awesome, man. I want to say a big congratulations to you for getting picked up by TSJ. So keep up the great work, man. We're proud of you Thank here you. in the Sports Friends of Universe. And, guys, we will catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.